0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood
1: floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Friday, May 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri scientists are tracking endangered lake sturgeon in the Mississippi River to identify where to protect their habitat.
2: We can help keep this area as hospitable as we can during that prime spawning period.
1: Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports on efforts to save one of Missouri's oldest fish species. Missouri lawmakers are seeking to make a final attempt at redrawing congressional districts. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on the Missouri legislature's tight timeline.
0: Republicans have struggled for months to revamp Missouri's eight congressional districts. A new plan moving through the House would split Jefferson County into two districts and place all of Franklin County and parts of Warren County into the competitive second district. State Representative Dan Shaw is in charge of a House committee handling redistricting He's hoping the map moves through both chambers next week.
2: I think there's motivation by everybody in the building on both sides of the aisle to uh, be in control of what the map looks like.
0: If lawmakers fail to pass a map before session adjourns on May 13th, federal courts will likely be tasked with coming up with a congressional redistricting plan. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Missouri taxpayers are closer to receiving several hundred dollars from the state through a tax refund. The Senate last night endorsed a plan to provide a one-time tax credit of up to $500 for individuals and $1,000 for couples. The refunds would go only to individuals earning less than $150,000 and couples making less than $300,000 a year. The total cost would be capped at $500 million. The Senate plan needs a final vote to go to the House. The House previously passed a plan that contains no income limits and would be capped at a total of $1 billion. A long-awaited boost for small businesses in North St. Louis is finally a reality. Mayor Tashara Jones has signed legislation authorizing more than $35 million in grants for businesses along 10 North City corridors. The St. Louis Development Corporation will administer those grants. The money had been a source of conflict between Jones and Board of Aldermen President Louis Reed. The mayor initially vetoed the grants over concerns it was not an appropriate use of federal coronavirus relief funds. The bill also includes $2 million to help the city make improvements required by the Americans with Disabilities Act. Illinois state workers now have more time to decide whether they want a pension buyout. Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a measure extending the program through June 2026. Employees can cash out now in exchange for smaller benefits in retirement. State Representative Bob Morgan says past discussions about pension liabilities focused on tax hikes and benefits reduction, but he says thousands of state workers have so far jumped on the buyout program because some people need to access their savings. I knew that some people... Would rather have that cash up front to help pay for their medical costs, to help pay for their mortgage, in exchange for giving up a 3% compounded COLA. The measure authorizes another $1 billion in borrowing to pay for the program. Paying down the pension liability is one reason Illinois has received another credit rating upgrade. Fitch has upgraded the state's general obligation bonds to triple B plus with a stable outlook. It's the first upgrade for those bonds in more than two decades. Governor J.B. Pritzker is defending his management of a deadly COVID-19 outbreak at a state veterans' home in the wake of a new audit. Caroline Kubzanski has more.
3: The 2020 outbreak killed 36 residents of the state-run LaSalle Veterans Home. A new audit finds fault with the state's management of the outbreak, like how there was a delay in processing tests for residents and staff, and how the Public Health Department, quote, did not identify and respond to the seriousness of the outbreak. Governor J.B. Pritzker says he's been holding the officials at the Department of Veterans Affairs accountable.
0: There were some management faults that occurred. I did hold people accountable, and I did fire people.
3: Republicans, like House Minority Leader Jim Durkin, accuse Pritzker of fatally mismanaging the crisis. I'm Carolyn Kubzanski.
1: A COVID-19 outbreak is forcing the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra to cancel this weekend's concerts. The symphony says on its website, the decision is being made for the health and well-being of the audience, musicians, staff, and community. Concerts had been scheduled for today and tomorrow. There are prehistoric giants gliding through the depths of the Mississippi River, Lake Sturgeon, The species has been around since the dinosaurs, but in the past century, overfishing and habitat destruction have driven it to near extinction. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, Missouri scientists are trying to save this endangered species by tracking where it lives.
3: On a blustery morning, biologist Sarah Pieper picks up a smooth river rock from the banks of the Mississippi near West Alton, Missouri, and flips it over, revealing a cluster of yellow eggs.
2: So the eggs have a little bit of adhesive on them. So when they hit the rock, they stick.
3: In a few days, the eggs will hatch into lake sturgeon. Pieper has studied this species for years, but it's the first time she's seen it reproduce in the wild. In the past century, lake sturgeon populations in Missouri have plummeted. Scientists don't know much about where this species goes to reproduce, information that's critical for its protection. So Peeper and other biologists with the Missouri Department of Conservation are working with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to track lake sturgeon in the Mississippi. Everybody aboard. The team has implanted radio transmitters into adult sturgeon. Every few days, they hop into a boat and trail a microphone in the river. A receiver pings when a tagged sturgeon is nearby.
2: Okay. So we just heard a fish, and it was a strong enough signal to give us a number.
3: Each tag has a unique ID number. This fish was tagged three years ago in Iowa. Lake sturgeon can travel hundreds of miles, but dams have split up their habitat. Knowing where this species goes to reproduce helps scientists pinpoint areas to protect, says Army Corps biologist Ryan Swearingen.
2: When we have the right conditions, we can help keep this area as hospitable as as we can during that prime spawning period.
3: One option is to open the gates of river dams just enough to create the right water velocity during spawning. Pieper says this project is part of a larger effort to bring Lake Sturgeon back from the edge of extinction. So far, she says, it's survived cataclysmic events over millions of years.
2: Think of everything that's happened over those 150 million years. You know, we had the the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. We had continents crashing into each other and pulling apart. We've had everything you can think of. And these fish survived all of that.
3: But she says Lake Sturgeon won't survive us unless we take action. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Spring is a busy time for graduating college students with finals, getting a degree, and looking for a job. One Missouri University of Science and Technology student is also focusing on a paper airplane competition. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports.
2: Uh, spin the paper um, 180 and you take the bottom right corner.
1: Dylan Rubel is in Arala
0: coffee shop folding a paper airplane. Next weekend, the aerospace engineering major from St. Charles will be doing this in Austria, representing the U.S. in the Red Bull Paper Wings competition. Rubel is hoping for windless days so he can practice outside.
2: I've tried practicing indoors at the gym, and I just hit the wall like 30 feet up <laughs> all the way across the room. So, yeah, that's it's kind of difficult, actually. <laughs>
0: Rubel qualified locally and won nationals in Denver by throwing his paper airplane nearly 200 feet He's practiced for hours and made more than fifty paper airplanes.
2: So I've done origami for like ten years, like just off and on, and so I think that definitely helped a lot, uh, just because I know like folding techniques and. You know, I sort of did origami on and off for ten years. Is kind of
0: that's <laughs> kind of telling.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I kind of had like the trifecta. And, uh, so I had aerospace helping me out. I had origami. And then also, uh, I played baseball for like 12 years, and I was a pitcher, so I have like a, a throwing arm as well.
0: <laughs> if he wins the world championship, he'll be able to go up in a real plane with the Red Bull stunt pilots. But Rubel is focusing more on the fun of it all and the friendships he's already made through the competition.
2: You just always have these memories of like you and your your friends when you're a kid, uh, like making planes and. Enjoy watching the finished product after you've made it.
0: Rubel is actually going to miss his graduation ceremony for the competition. Don't worry about his future, though. He already has a job lined up with Boeing. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. David Cosares edited the report from Shayla Farzan. And we can't forget the boss, Shula Newman. She's the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service from the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We always thank him for that. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.